Hello and welcome to Babelfish, the podcast for non-believers. Humanist freethinkers and atheists tell me their life stories. They share their challenges and the work they do for humanism and human rights. You can support Babelfish by donating money through tenor.dk. You'll find the link in the episode description. It's up to you how much money you want to donate per episode. It's your choice and I'll be grateful for any donations. Hi and welcome to this episode of the podcast. Well, I'm in Rwanda now, <laughs> where I'm talking to Bruce. And maybe you can uh, present yourself. Okay, um, my name is Bruce. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm an IT student, uh, also a self-employed. I have a company called Beats Limited. We do IT. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've tried uh, creating uh, some NGO, NGO organizations, but um, Right now we are starting mm-hmm. as a WhatsApp group called uh, I Am Rational. Uh, I Am is uh, A Y E M. Yeah. But it's from I Am. The word I Am in English. <laughs> <laughs> I Am. Okay. Yeah. It was yeah. a pun. It was a pun. Yeah. Um, so right now we are 24. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of them is there are people that I literally stalked on WhatsApp and <laughs> I was writing. Uh, messages like are you an atheist are you an atheist are you an atheist and hmm. some people responded and others told me to go f myself <laughs> yeah <laughs> so you define yourself as an atheist yeah i define yeah. myself as an atheist but um i didn't start like that hmm. uh, i started as an agnostic first no i was i was brought up christian okay which yeah. uh, catholic or first i was catholic when i lived with my mother and uh uh I separated from my mother and lived with my dad and my stepmother. She, mm-hmm. she was a Protestant, so okay. I kind of switched. And my father is a kind of a free thinker, so he's not really. Okay, so you have some, you got some influence from yeah. your dad's side. Yeah, but um, I wouldn't say it like that because uh, he's not like uh, out there, you know. Okay. Yeah, most people don't know he is an atheist, but one day I came to him and I was like, Dad, let's go to church, and he's like. How <laughs> for? <laughs> no? Okay. So, uh, normally I grew up uh, wondering, you know? Yeah. I have a, a condition like a hyperactivity where mm-hmm. I, can, I don't control what I think of. So, I can literally think about anything, <laughs> more even horrible things. But the mm. difference is I don't, do, I don't act, act upon those thoughts. But my mind is not limited. So, I ca- tend to think about everything. Mm. And, uh, even though I was a Christian and, and a true believer, still, I was asking questions, you know? Yeah, and, you uh, were in doubt? Yeah, I wondered. Yeah. And I started reading things and, you know? Yeah. And I was like, and then from there, I deducted that maybe there's no God, but I wasn't sure enough. So when I was in high school, I was an agnostic. Okay, yeah. But the more I wondered, the more I read, and the more my the doubt started increasing and the possibility of a god started diminishing mm-hmm. rapidly uh, there um how um i eliminated the god equation first i looked at life itself and i wondered let's say there's a god is there the christian god the one that answers prayers and i looked at life mm. and from that i saw that uh if it, whether you're nice or not nice, if, if whether you're a Christian or not a Christian, 
life treats us the same. Yeah. You no. Know? Yeah. There is no equation. There's no mm. formula. You know? So from that, I deducted that prayers don't work, and thus the Christian God is not real. Hmm. Because if it was real, prayers would work. And <laughs> yeah. I would expect someone very devout like my mother to be to be fulfilled. You know, mm. you know? But it was the vice versa. She was the one begging to others. So in order to understand me, maybe I can tell you about my life. Yes, it's okay. that would be nice. No? Yeah. Um, I grew up, I was born in Burundi. Okay. Yeah. yeah. My, uh, my mom was a maid. Mm-hmm. She was a maid at my father's place. She was 15 and my father was 21. Oh, so she was really young. Yeah, she was, yeah. She was young. But you know, teenagers uh, mm. mostly had those uh, hormonal phases. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so my dad got my mom pregnant. Yeah. And uh, my mom was a maid. She was, his family was poor and everyone was telling her to abort. To to end the pregnancy, mm. yeah. But she didn't. She didn't listen to any of those people. <laughs> of course, if you would ask me, I would say she was stupid. But yeah, but you are glad <laughs> you are here. <laughs> yeah. Of course, we are. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad I'm here. Yeah. But still, she she went on with it. She was known for making bad decisions. Anyway, uh, sh- uh, I grew up with my grandfather and my mom mm. at a place called Kivungo. It's okay. in the village. I was like, those kids you see on the street are wearing torn clothes, yeah. nothing to eat. Okay. I, I used to, I was a shepherd. Okay. Uh, I didn't know my father. Mm. And uh, when I was like six or seven, my mom got an idea to search for my father. And at that time, my father was, he was not rich, but he was... At a good, at an adventurous position to he be he found. Was doing, he was doing well. Yeah, he was yeah. doing well. Okay. Uh, he was the uh, he was the CEO of uh, Peveka. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a big company back then, and she found she found him. And um, one day, where I was praying with my friends, and then a man came on a bike with his friend, and he wanted to enter in the house, and I was the one left to. To watch over the house, mm-hmm. so <laughs> I co- I kind of got into a fight with him. I was like, "Who are you?" He was like, "I'm your father." I was like, "No, my father is my grandfather." Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then I threw stones at him until my mother came. <laughs> you tried to scare him away. Yeah, I tried yeah. to scare him away until my mother came, and they tried to explain everything. So uh, after a few months. My dad invited us to his place at Higari. He was living in Namirambo. And uh, it was my first, it was the first time I saw cars. Wow, I that saw. must have been special. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I lived in like in the most poor places. No yeah. electricity, no locks on the door. We used to use stones. Yeah. Like deep down there. Mm. That's, that's where I was. And um, I met my father and he was a nice guy, and at that, that night we slept there for one day, and then we came back. Mm. Uh, then my mom talked to my father, and my father accepted to take me. Okay. Uh, but my grandfather didn't want me to go. Because, okay. Yeah. 
So we had to escape at night at uh, 3, 3 p.m. Why? 3 Do you know I mean. why he didn't want you to go? I was like his son. He raised me. Okay. So even though that you could get a better life yeah he there are those people who don't care like okay yeah they, yeah so we escaped and since i was uh since i was seven i didn't uh, it's funny because se- before seven now i grew up without a father and then mm-hmm. after seven i grew up without yeah. my mom she's not the better she's alive yeah so i got to enjoy the like the luxury life of mm-hmm. kigari and i started school I started my primary when I was like eight and from there I went up and my mom, my dad got, my, at that time my, my dad was uh, was uh, uh, was still single. Okay. So when I was 10, my, my dad got married to this woman. I, was, I hated her very much, like anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but. Hate your stepmother, yeah. stepmother, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think also it's like. She's a, she's not she's a, she's kind of she's she's a, those kind of people that that are hard to love. Yeah. Okay. You know? Yeah. Because she's a mean she's a mean hearted you know. Mm. But it's not her fault. Like before, I used to think ah oh, she's mean you know. Mm. Everyone hated her like everyone even me. Yeah. Except for my father of course. But even my father because they kind of got pushed into the marriage. Like right now they're divorced. But oh, okay. back then she got pregnant they were forced to get married. So I hated her, and mm. she used to beat me, and you know. Yeah. Uh, so, and then um, at the age of seventeen, that's when I started questioning things. And I started agnostic. Mm. Uh, I was like, "There's God, maybe there's no God." And then I started debunking each part of religion one by one. The moment I start, I read the Bible, like really read it, because <laughs> most people get fed verses in the bible you know yeah like love each other mm. but you don't read others yeah there, there are stories people think they know but they don't really know like the story of lord's wife yeah you know people know the the nice part he, they don't know the part where lord offered uh his daughters, her daughters. no exactly yeah they know the story of moses where he went to take the tablets but mm. they don't know that after Moses came with tablets that says do not kill. The first thing he did was exactly mm. that. Mm, yeah, you know? because they, they pick and choose from the Bible. Of course. Yeah. Mm. And what uh, what angered me is what Moses said after that. He, was, he said, those who can kill in the name of God deserve the kingdom of God. You know? mm. Yeah. Those kind of things, I'm like, how can you follow something that instruct you literally to kill someone who has a different opinion yeah you know? right now i'm me i'm i'm pro everything i'm pro gay right i'm pro you know i believe everyone has his mind i'm even even like those people who have uh who have who have, who have um, those um right who have um beliefs which are different like racist people i think yeah. I, I think they deserve the right to hate who they want to hate yeah. but as long as they don't as long as they don't influence others or try to mm. hurt others exactly they, can, they have the yeah, right they to can their, have own their own opinion yeah. own opinion yeah no so yeah i think that's the summary of my story yeah but how how did you uh, you started you said you started to debunk mm. did, what were you influenced by mm? Did you uh, read some specifics or was it? Uh... So um, it goes like this. 
I'm a I'm a curious person. Yeah. And um, I'm also logical. I'm like I'm not driven by emotions. Mm. Most things in most things I do. Like if you come and tell me my father is a killer, mm. even though I love my father and I don't necessarily believe he's a mm. killer, I would look on it. Yeah. You no, know? and then find if he is or he's not. Okay. You no, know? so that's how I. That's how I am. Mm. Inside. Okay. So every every time I faced doubts, I went and looked. Okay. You no. Know? I could tell you people, started. yeah. I could, yeah. Tell, I could tell people, I'm an atheist. I'm believing God, and then they're, they're like, "But how about miracles?" I'm like, "Oh, miracles!" Oh. I wonder. And so, then so and when, look. so when did you tell people that you were an atheist? Uh, <laughs> I started really coming out uh, next uh, last year okay. when, I, when I was trying to recruit yeah. people who are like me. That's I sent a message saying, "Do you know anyone who's an yeah, unbeliever?" How old are you now? I'm twenty. I'm turning twenty-five. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I sent a message saying, "Do you know anyone who's an unbeliever?" And, and then people were like, "Why are you asking?" I was like, "Because I'm one, and I'm trying to find people who can understand me." <laughs> like, how how can you say that? Hmm. God loves you. <laughs> no. Before I used to, I used to argue with them, like, like one hour one hour debates on if God exists. But right now, I just I, I just tell them, okay, I want to believe hmm. proof. That God exists, yeah. and don't tell me to have faith, because I can go talk to a Hindu or a Sikhist man. He's going to tell me a different story. Yeah. So, how are you different from all those other religions? Mm. What are you offering? So, how did they react mm? when you came up, came out? How did people react? Some, like I said, uh, I lost friends. Yeah. Like some, di- some no longer talk to me because of that. Yeah, because okay. of that. But others also. Others can understand, mm. but by understanding, I mean like you are you are entitled to your own opinion. Yeah, that's what I mean. Okay. Yeah, but um, I right now I can say that I'm an atheist, but I'm not really an atheist. I'm an anti-theist. Yeah. And I became that when I started seeing what religion was doing. Mm-hmm. You know? And I love watching movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know movies. Some movies are fictional, but they show show us a glimpse of reality yeah so i could watch like uh, tv shows called like um that one gifted yeah of uh, the x-men where mutants were being uh, hated on and hunted just mm-hmm. because they they were different you no know? yeah and i can understand like people scared what they don't un- scare what they don't are scared of what they don't understand oh mm. they are literally scared of something which are different but the problem I have with religion is those people that are on top of the, on top of the chain tell the tell the ships how to react. Mm. No? Yeah, and that's where the hate comes from. Comes from that's where yeah. the killing comes from. Comes from those people that believe blindly. Yeah, and just follow. Yeah. I always tell. Yeah, I always tell my friend like um, believe. We all believe, but make sure you question your beliefs first. Mm. If you're if your belief cannot be scrutinized, then you can keep it. Yeah. But if it's making you do something you wouldn't do normally, then there's a problem there. Yeah. No. Respect each other. Love each other. You don't have. I'm. I'm not. I'm not a gay person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even like understand how someone can be like uh, fall in love with a man. But no. I know that that's my perspective, and someone can have a different perspective. Mm. That's. 
our differences shouldn't separate shouldn't shouldn't separate us it should bring us together because because just because you are different doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you no it means you have something new to bring to the table it has mm-hmm. it means there's something you can contribute that others will not mm. you know there's a perspective you'll have others will not yeah yeah but and it wouldn't be interesting mm. if we all were like of course <laughs> I have no, I have no problem with uh, religions like uh, Buddhism, those mm. um, pacif- pacific religions. Yeah, peaceful. Yeah, yeah, peaceful. They don't try to influence anyone. Mm. They stay there. They meditate. They they share be they share together, mm. but they don't try to to convince. Uh, they don't try to to put to shove down the throat mm. their beliefs and other people. Yeah, but others try mm. to be missionaries right yeah yeah of course but also missionaries like those are non-missionaries mm, exactly when you look at their humanitarian causes closely you realize that they are not doing it out of the bottom of their hearts they have an agenda mm-hmm. which is converting people yeah. you know yeah those uh, those people that came in africa they were not our friends you know no mission ha- no the missionaries yeah Yeah, yeah, they were not our friends. They had an agenda. They had a a goal to reach, which mm. is com- converting and colonizing. Yeah. You no. Know? So, I have never. Okay, I, I wouldn't say that it, it never happens, but most times, when when Christian humanitarian go in places, they they are they are going there to preach mostly and mm. to convert people. You can take an example of uh, Mother Teresa. Mm. You no. Know? Yeah. She she was the one that said that suffering bring us close to Jesus, mm. you know, and people in India can testify that she was refusing medicine to people who were refusing Jesus Christ, yeah. literally, you know. Yeah, that's so, true. So that things like that should be frowned upon. Yeah. You know? Do you still have uh, missionaries in Wanda? Do people come in? Yeah, we have a uh, Rwanda. Anyone can come in Rwanda. We have Mormons here. Yeah. We have Mormons. They are Jehovah Witnesses. Okay. They are nuns. Mm. Because Rwanda is a very is a religious country, so yeah. there's a lot of nuns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's know? primarily Christians yeah, in Rwanda, yeah. and then also and some old faith, mm. original belief systems. Yeah, there are some 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 places uh, in the background yeah. that still believe in those um, old gods. Yeah, and Yangombe, those Roman gods, but. There are very few. Okay. Compared. Yeah. Okay. So um, you are you have now formed a WhatsApp group mm. uh, to uh, to gather other non-believers or doubters or people who doubt. Uh, mostly people there are not uh, all non-believers. I mean, like they don't all agree. Like we, they are not all atheists. Some of them are agnostic. Okay. Yeah. So it's a group of uh, rational people, free thinkers, mm. people mm. who can accept that there's a possibility that they are wrong you know yeah some s- people who are willing to be challenged yeah okay mm. so it's a debate group uh, not really we don't debate you don't we debate? all we all agree that uh, <laughs> okay <laughs> we all agree on the humanistic part mm. okay that um humans can all, can solve are the ones that have to solve their problems mm. okay so what's the purpose of the group Uh, right now is uh, I at at, uh, at first I created it so that uh, 
people who are like me, like mm-hmm. this, wouldn't feel alone. Yeah. Because, trust me, we are people are rejected. Yeah. And um, actually, there's a one. This one person, she told me that she, she he told he told me that he was looking over the internet if he could find other atheists, and he get, he told me that uh, all his family thinks he's a Christian, and he's scared in. He thought he was alone. So he's he's in the closet. Yeah, he was. Yeah. 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 So when I, I last last year I created a, an Instagram page mm-hmm. called Godless Wolf, uh, also a Facebook uh, mm. page. I did it in order to try to attract those people. Yeah. Well, afraid but are looking. Yeah. So that I can be found easily. Yeah. So I guess the the social media can be actually a good thing. Yeah, it can be a good thing to yeah. find other people. Yeah. But there's also one one person in Rwanda called John Mugabe. He's a he's a reporter on the radio. Mm-hmm. He has a he has a show Sunday okay. called uh, Ubgiru Kimbuzi. He's an atheist. He has traveled uh, in countries like uh, Saudi Arabia. So he's one of those people that really knows what he's talking about. And um, he has uh, this show where he tries to open people's minds. I actually have uh, I have a neighbor that became an atheist very recently because of that show. Because of that radio show? Okay. So that's so, kind of a prominent position to be in, to have a radio show. So I, I think atheism is growing. Yeah. My bosses don't know that I'm... Okay. That I'm... Because I try to separate business yeah. and personal. Because w- even even though I'm trying to raise this group also, I'm trying to build it up for myself. Mm. It's not a one-time thing. It's not a... You, you don't have to choose between one thing and another. Okay. No? So I don't try to to influence people, like force them mm. to change. I just give them my opinion. They can decide from that. No? Oh, okay. So uh, personally, uh, the only bad side that came out of me coming out with clothes was losing people. Friends. Yeah, friends. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but um, I have this philosophy where I, I say like... Um, if people belongs in your life, they are going to be in your life. Yeah. So actually coming out will show you your true friends and the yeah, ones yeah. that are supposed to go. Mm, okay. So and have you gotten new friends? Yeah, I've gained new friends. And <laughs> a new family there. Yeah, a new group. family. Yeah. yeah. It's because it's kind of important to have a community or of feel course. part of a community. That's why people are like, hey, why are you creating that, that group? And I yeah. try to tell... There's actually one one atheist that came in the group and he thought it was, it, it was going to be a debate group, you know, yeah. where we just argue, 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 argue. But I was like, that is not what I want. That is not what I'm creating. I'm not creating a debate group. No? It's more and the community yeah. sense. Uh, yeah. I was trying to create a community. Yeah. But me and my friends, we have also other plans where when we get enough number, we are going to try to help people. Yeah. But in a more different, uh, different way. Okay. Where we will help uh, Sorry to say this, but uh, people who deserve it, because yeah. most people want to be handed things, but they don't want to work for it. Mm. So we would target for those people who want to get somewhere and who are trying, working to get to somewhere, but who can't afford to get there. Okay. And we are going to have those people. Yeah. Okay. That sounds great. So that's our kind of that's our objective. Okay. The final goal in mm. in a few years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> Earlier, you said that you think that it's going in the right direction in Rwanda regarding uh, non-believers. Yeah. 
uh, Rwanda and like other countries in Africa, mm. we don't have violence, and uh, people are discouraged from that because punishments here are very severe. Are very severe. Okay. So, but the the worst thing the worst thing people can do is hate you, but there 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 would not be people burning other people, you know. No, so we have you have a strict strict uh, or strict laws Rwanda against is, this. It's, that's because yeah. of your of the is, history of yeah, Rwanda. Yeah, Rwanda is a very is a very peaceful country, but uh, we don't have we don't have much freedom, like mm. you know. But also that freedom that uh, restriction is nice because to restrict people from, you know, yeah, from being animals, literally. Yeah. Yeah, but based on your history, yeah. yeah. I visited the memorial yeah, Monday. It was a, it was really an emotional experience. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> also, that that uh, the genocide created that uh, created. Uh, I was reading this uh, this document on on Google where most people, some people became atheists after mm. the genocide. Because what happened in the, the genocide? Most people went in the church for safety. Yeah, and I saw those stories. Yeah. Yeah, because it used to be a place of refuge of for people yeah, to go to church. Yeah. Most people were disappointed. Exactly, because they were killed anyway. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. They I were actually <laughs> abandoned by nuns and priests and everything. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, but I tend to be called something. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't think there is a, a consequence mm. for people coming out, but still. Um, Rwandan, Rwandan people are very, are very cultural, very traditional, mm. and uh, they are conservative, most okay. of them. So even though some people are becoming atheists, but it's not, we won't have an atheist country very soon. No. It's a very <laughs> far, it's very far. Oh, yeah, but you ha- do you have a secular country? Is it the, I was thinking about the law. The law, uh, does it define a secular country or is it a um, religious country? Uh, it's not. Look, you see, like in America, schools are banned from teaching like uh, religious things. But mm. yeah, in Rwanda, not really because okay. it's it's a more like uh, each person do what what they want. So, like in a school where I study, it's called uh, Aoka. Mm. It's an Adventist university. Yeah, you can be a Muslim there and it is there. No matter what you are, every Sunday you have to come and pray. You know, you have to attend classes like uh, Bible study, introduction to Bible, Bible doctrine. Okay. So Even, there's a lot of religion in school. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of religion, mm. and you don't have a choice. You have to attend all those marks, which is a bad thing, by the way, because they force people. You know. Yeah. And most people, even though you're Mus- you are a Muslim, you're going to to, to attend. Mm. You know? And also, people would say like, I don't go, but it's a very nice school. Hmm. Beside that, it's a very nice school, and it's the best place to go if you want to get better recommendations. So okay. yeah, so le- it's they have a high level of education. Yeah, but yeah, still, really good. there's that uh, hmm. religious propaganda where, where yeah. they force people into the belief, no? Yeah. And you are a Muslim attending a class where the teacher is, t- is saying you are all going to burn in hell, you know? Yeah. And you can't do, you can't do anything against yeah. it. That's bad. Yeah. So, uh, Rwanda in itself is a, is a democracy where it's a very liberal country, mm. but it also means that uh, individuals will will lead their 
business, their school, mm. the way they want to. Yeah. If the owner is a very religious uh, person, mm. you expect that. Okay. If he's a secular person, you expect that. Okay. So, yeah. We don't mm -hmm. have a label. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Thank you, Bruce. It was very interesting to hear your story. In the next episode, I'll be talking to Eric, who wants to create a non-profit organization for street kids and low-income moms. I'm producing this podcast at my own expense, which means I will be forever grateful for any donations through tenet.dk. If you want to be a sponsor of the podcast and be mentioned in it, please contact me. Thank you for listening. You'll also find Babelfish on Facebook, and you can find me on my blog and on Instagram, Follow the links in the episode description. Until next time, be a happy human.